Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. This is your host, Anne Markan. This week's Coffee Talk has mature content. All right, good morning and welcome to Coffee Talk, episode two. Um, Today we have my good friend, Alan Digner. He is a firefighter paramedic in Canada. Welcome, Alan. Hello. Thanks so much for coming on and talking with us today. Um, I have um, word that you are on in your 21st year as a firefighter paramedic. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, 21 years uh, in emergency services. Wow, that's that's pretty incredible. Um, what got you into this? And you look like a pretty young guy. So uh, I know we've never met in person, but you look kind of young. So when did you get into this? And uh, kind of what got you started? Yeah, so I got into the industry when I was uh, actually 18 years old. Uh, My dad was a firefighter when I was growing up, so I'm a second-generation firefighter. And uh, originally, when I was thinking about getting into emergency services, I was thinking about getting into policing. And uh, my dad encouraged me to actually go down to the local EMS station and uh, go and just kind of get some information. So I I did that, and uh, they hooked me up with a ride-along. And then uh, I just fell in love right away. And, uh, you know, the, the rest is history. And uh, about five years in into my career into emergency services, when I was 23, I, I got on to a integrated fire department where I was able to do fire and EMS. And, and I've been there ever since. That's so funny. It feels like uh, when I talk to all of my friends, like we all kind of fell into this thing. Um, or we knew people that kind of led the way for us and, and helped us get to where we're at. And that sounds like you have a pretty similar experience. And I love that. Um, so your, your official title is, um, also a health, a wellness and life coach and a personal trainer. So those are, you have two different things that you've kind of combined together. Um, how does that work with you also being a firefighter paramedic that you do health and wellness as a life coach and you're a personal trainer. And how does that help you get out your message and help you do what you're trying to accomplish in the industry? Yeah, so what I'm trying to accomplish in the industry as a health, wellness, and life coach and a personal trainer is to uh, raise awareness around mental health in emergency services and to to end the stigma around mental health and, and PTSD. Um, you know, and that comes from my own story, you know, roughly about five years ago when I found myself um, suffering from depression and anxiety, uh, emotional eating and, and abusing alcohol. And, uh, you know, and that, that put on a lot of weight and, and I didn't like myself and I even contemplated taking my own life. Um, so I was kind of at rock bottom and, you know, I wasn't sure if I was uh, suffering from PTSD and, and I hadn't seen a psychologist at that, that time. But, you know, one day I kind of just had this awakening and, uh, you know, and so it was like the universe just kind of slapped me across the face and was like, man, you got to wake up because I was at home with my daughter at the time and, and she wasn't in school full time. So, you know, with my schedule, when my wife at the time was at work, I, I'd be the stay at home dad. Yeah. And, you know, when you contemplate taking your own life when your kids are around, uh, you know, that's not a good place to be. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, when the universe woke me up and it was just like, man, you have to make a change. Um, I was literally drinking alcohol that morning and it was like, probably roughly around 10 o'clock in the morning. I just dropped my boy off at the bus stop, came back home. You know, my daughter's running around playing and, uh, you know, and, and I was struck by the universe and, and I put down that drink and I was just like, wow. And and I made the decision. I was like, you know what? 
I'm, you, you got to start taking care of yourself. And so I, I just, I went down into my basement and I, and I started working out. And when I was done that workout, I felt something that I had never felt before. And it was mm. a very good feeling. And you know that feeling after you work out those endorphins and yeah. you just feel awesome and amazing. And, and that's how I felt. Yeah. And I hadn't felt like that in, in years. And, you know, I hadn't worked out for a long time either because I, I sustained a back injury um, on the job, um, you know, a couple of years before that. So I was suffering in a lot of chronic pain. And, uh, you know, that didn't help with the depression, um, you know, and, uh, and that just led me down a rabbit hole that, that took me to my rock bottom. Right. Um, so I kind of feared working out because it would cause me more pain. And uh, so I just let it go. And, and you know, your, your back atrophies and you just get weaker. And, you know, so I, I was working myself into a deep, deep hole. And uh, after I worked out, I felt amazing. And something just told me, you're on to something now. Keep mm. going. So I did. And, uh, you know, I started working out and then my body started changing. And then I, you know, I, I didn't really pay attention to to my nutrition um but you know that came along the way um you know and and when i decided to to change what i ate and started eating whole healthy natural foods and supplementing properly um a lot changed and um you know my body composition changed my confidence got better and then i started to read personal development books because my mindset was still not a hundred percent Right. So, you know, I, I still was depressed and I was still suffering from anxiety and I was still hiding in the pantry, eating food like Doritos. That was my go-to food. And, uh, you They're know, good. that had a That's lot of why. shame. Sorry? They're good. That's why Doritos I are know, awesome. right? And, and apparently and how... universal because you have them in Canada too. I didn't know. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and, you know, and it was an emotional attachment and I would eat until I felt better. And then when I felt better, I'd, I'd come out of the, the pantry and then there was shame and guilt that would set in going, why are you doing this? Like, you know, so I had that emotional eating uh, issue that I had to deal with. And in order to change um, and make these habits stick, I had to change mentally. And, you know, I found my my healing process through personal development books and it helped kind of, you know, change my thought process. And I'm a big believer that, um, you know, the voice that is the loudest you are going to listen to. And, you know, when the voices were negative and they were telling me that I was worthless and that I was, you know, I should take my own life and everything else. Um, I didn't have any positive reinforcement. So those voices were the loudest. And when I decided to take up personal development and read every day, those positive voices became louder. And then I started changing the people I hung around with. And then you learn that, you know, you become the average of the five people you surround yourself with the most. Absolutely. So I, so I, so I started surrounding myself with a lot of positive, uplifting people and starting to find mentors. And even if they didn't know, they mentored me like Tony Robbins and Les Brown and, you know, people like that and authors and, and that, that coach people. Right. Um, you know, and then I thought, you know, I'm going to share myself on social media just to kind of keep myself accountable, you know, and to let people kind of know that I'm working out and, and, you know, it was a way of, for me to keep myself accountable, um, and to stop giving up. And, uh, so I did that and then people started messaging me saying, Hey man, you're looking good. You're losing weight. What are you doing? So I would just share with them what I was doing. And next thing you know, we, we, I started running groups and more and more people like internationally, you know, in the United Kingdom, in the United States and Canada and Australia. And, and, you know, my groups are always kind of focused on personal development. They were always, you know, exercise 
focus, but we were more focused on growth and personal development. And I started to notice a lot of things coming out of a lot of people and a lot of healing going on and you know first responders coming that you know suffered from depression and PTSD and you know going back to the to their psychologist and was like their psychologist is like what are you doing like this is amazing keep doing it and they're just like I'm taking care of myself yeah. and they were you know they were taking care of themselves mentally and physically um, and, and spiritually and so I started to kind of look deeper and, and that's when I found out about uh, health coaching. And, uh, you know, I found a really amazing school, um, you know, the Health Coach Institute, and uh, they're amazing. And, you know, they've helped me grow as a person and, and as, a, as, a, as a coach myself. And, uh, you know, I had to pay it forward because, you know, everything that I've done with my self-care, personal development, working out, uh, it literally saved my life. And uh, in, in our industry, um, you know, first responder suicide, in my opinion, is an epidemic. And we have first responders taking their lives uh, every day. And if I can save at least one first responder from, from doing that, um, you know, then, then it's all worth it. And Absolutely. so that's, I'm on a mission to, uh, to end the stigma and to, you know, and to help save the helpers, you know, help the helpers. Yes. Uh, me too. We're we're on that journey together, and I yes. we've even in our region, um, we've had you know our losses, and it's very difficult. We love these people, and we often think, "I never saw that coming," or "I wouldn't have thought this person would do that." And it's very hard to try to figure out, you know, why it happened. And so, you know, we're kind of in this process right now, where we're trying to figure out why is this happening, and. Um, I really think, you know, for me personally, I'm not saying for everyone, I'm really focused on prevention and yes. um, how can we just keep um, each other strong and take a moment for ourselves and encourage each other because we're always so busy trying to help everyone else. And, you know, we help each other um, more and more now than I think I've ever seen in my career. And so, you know, with you being a personal trainer, Obviously, you know, you know, physical fitness is is very important to the job um, to get the job done. But how do you think physical fitness actually is important to you mentally and to all of us mentally as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm definitely into prevention as well. And that's, you know, that's what this is all about is being proactive. And, um, you know, everything that we have in place right now, like with our SISM teams and stuff like that, all of that stuff is, is proactive. It's kind of after something bad has already happened. So, you know, I definitely like to focus on preventative uh, measures and build that mental and physical resiliency to prevent something you know like this from happening from you know developing some sort of uh, mental health disorder you know uh, suicidal thoughts and, and all this other stuff and you know physical fitness um, plays a huge huge role in in building mental resiliency because um, you know it, it's hard I mean if you've ever if you, you have ever started working out you know in that first week or that two weeks you're sore oh yeah and you and, and you your body hurts and you don't want to move and you get the worst case of delayed onset muscle soreness like you've never felt and mm -hmm. you know it's hard to go to the bathroom to sit down you know and 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 that's tough on the mind as well and I, I believe that when you can push your body you know day in and day out and you can push it healthy wise you know in the gym and exercising it and doing it in a positive way um, and overcoming the adversity of being sore 
and tired and getting rid of all the excuses of like, well, it's it's 5 a.m. or the sun is still down or mm -hmm. it's cold outside or it's right. raining. You know, it takes a lot of mental toughness to be able to push through that. And, you know, by by incorporating physical fitness into your your routine every day, A, gives you a way to channel out all of the negative energy and stress that you may build up from the day before or right. the day of. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it gives you a way to, to um, build your self-confidence, you know, as you get more in shape and start lifting more weight and, you know, or start doing things longer than you could before, that builds your self-confidence. And it's a, and, and all of the amazing endorphins that are released from when you work out right yeah. it's so good for your brain health like and and that's where everything starts is in our brain you right. know yeah everything starts there all of our thoughts and feelings and every everything starts in our brain and so when we can strengthen our mind and strengthen our bodies and have them work in unison and work together um we just become so healthy and we become so resilient. So when we have to deal with the stresses of everyday life or the stresses of the job, um, we're more apt to be able to deal with and cope with it better than we did before. So building mental and physical resiliency into our lives before the crisis happens is, is crucial. And it's also important for healing as well. So if you've suffered from depression or anxiety or PTSD, it's, it's so crucial in the healing process to develop post-traumatic growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of those pieces are, um, they, they work together, right? So a lot of times we think about, you know, our mental process or what we're going through as being separate from our physical. Um, but you, you're, what you're saying is that, you know, our physical process is our mental process. So, if we can if we can get our physical strength and get our mind to to kind of back us up on that um then we can slowly build up that resilience over time and you know when those waves come crashing we've we've had at least a little bit of time to work on pushing past that and um rebuilding ourselves in um in a positive healthy way i think that's such a great message and and one we could all hear more of um, I know it's uh, it's been fast, but uh, we only have a few more minutes left. I wanted to ask you one more question, if you have the time. Sure. Yeah. No problem. Um, what are some small steps? So you've you know you've kind of talked about resilience. What are some small steps that we can take uh, to become more physically and mentally resilient um, as first responders? Yeah. Uh, you know, to be more physically resilient is is just that. You know, just daily exercise, whether you're in the gym or you're riding a bike or going for a walk or running and just challenging your body. And, uh, you know, for, for mental resiliency, you know, some of the best things that you can do to build your mental resiliency is to, to take care of yourself, to make sure that you incorporate self-care into your daily routine. And, and it's different for everybody, you know, I mean, some people, um, you know, going for massage, going, you know, having a bath, you know, doing yoga or meditating, reading a book, right. you know, and, and it's so important. I mean, and, and self-care also goes as far as like eating whole, healthy, natural foods, because when you get away from the processed foods and the, the high sugary foods, um, your body can actually break it down and get the nutrients that it needs. So when your body is nutritionally satisfied, um, you have good gut health, you know, and, and uh, I think like 90% of our serotonin is developed in our GI tract, wow. you know, and, and so, 
you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, serotonin and talk about, you know, happy feelings and stuff like that, it starts in the gut. So as soon as we start to pay attention to what we're eating, um, you know, a lot of my clients, when, when we look and change what they're eating, uh, they become happier. Wow. And, and when you become happier, you're more apt to want to do stuff because you have more energy, right? So, yeah. You know, so that is super important in your self-care and, and then spending time with like your family. Like I have two kids, um, you know, and, and a stepchild. So I have, I have three children and, uh, you know, having the energy to be able to play with them uh, is, is huge in my self-care. So, mm-hmm. so self-care, daily exercise and eating a healthy balanced diets and, and supplementing properly with water and you know vitamins and minerals and stuff like that uh and just making sure that you're taking care of yourself because as first responders we're so busy taking care of everybody else and uh you know we deplete our own cup and and because we're first responders i'm going to use the analogy of a coffee cup and you know we have a coffee cup and it's full and we we give and 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 eventually that coffee cup becomes empty right and you have not and you have nothing left to give right but it, but if you are putting yourself first your mental health and your physical health first and filling up your cup so it's constantly over full you naturally don't have to tip your cup and give anymore because it just overflows and you naturally will just fill up the people that are underneath you anyway. That's awesome. Especially right? because this is coffee talk. So, and this is coffee talk. Exactly. <laughs> right. So that's perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> so fill, fill your cup first. Right? And, um, you know, that's, uh, in my opinion, you know, in order for us to help each other, we have to help ourselves first. And, uh, you know, the more, we can help ourselves first the more we're going to be able to help each other as first responders and continue to serve the people that we protect oh that's all good stuff well alan thank you so much for everything that uh you've put out for us today to listen to and think about um if anyone wants to learn a little bit more about what you're trying to do for us in the industry do you have any website or um a email or link that they can check in on you yeah, definitely. Uh, my website would be www.thirdalarmlifecoaching.com. So that's all letters. The T-H-I-R-D-A-L-A-R-M lifecoaching.com. And my email is the uh, thirdalarmlifecoaching at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alan. We appreciate you for visiting us here at Coffee Talk. This is Ann Markan, your host, and we look forward to hearing you again. Thanks so much, Alan. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Ann. Take care. You too. Okay. Bye for now. Bye.